Hey, what's up, best friend? It's your homegirl, Maria Ferrer. Thank you for tuning in to the 90s Homegirl Podcast. I'm excited for you to be here. I'm always excited to talk to you. So let's get into it. We are talking about being bad for business. Let's talk about business etiquette, you know, leveling up with a side hustle. We are just talking about all of it, okay? I want to see you succeed. We're going to talk about it, all right? Let's get into it. tuning in. It's been bringing me so much joy to know that my podcast is listened to not only women, but by men and kids. Uh, Some of you guys have been telling me that you listen to my podcast with your kids on the way to school and they love it too. So hey, (laughs) what's good y'all? But let's talk about it, you guys. Let's talk about being bad for business. Have you ever just had like a really bad experience with somebody? It could be a hairstylist, a bad waiter, you know, you you've had some experiences, right? And take it all as a lesson learned. I think in this day and age, all of us have like a little hot side hustle that we're trying to start. Um, this time, this is a time to do it, right? But I want to make sure that you are doing it correct. I know a lot of people who invest in their last dollar in a little side hustle and you know things don't go as planned they don't know how to handle business they don't know how to do business and things don't work out and they end up feeling like a failure and they're you know you just feel like you know it you you didn't make it okay and then it takes you into that depression and and you just feel like you don't want to start over and your girl's got you i'm here to help you out and help you to understand that i want you to succeed i want your ma- your side hustle to become your main hustle okay entrepreneurship and wealth is where it's at that's what we're trying to get we're trying to better our life we're not trying to just survive we're trying to thrive okay so let's talk about being bad for business whether you like it or not No matter what type of field of business you're in, you have to be a likable person, okay? Um, Don't argue with me, okay? (laughs) But it's just the facts. In order to to be successful in business, you have to be a likable person. You know, people need to feel like they can talk to you, like, like you're not just using them for something, that you're just trying to get a sale or you're just trying to, you know, get what you're trying to get out of them or manipulate them, but to make you to feel like you really care about them. You know, I didn't say a people pleaser. I said a people person. Okay. Two totally different things. All right. Very, very big difference. Okay. I'm talking about being a people person. Somebody that people like to be around, okay? I'm not saying for you to go out and chase people down and all this stuff, but if you want to be successful in business, people have to like you. Think about a time that you enjoyed a service from somebody or you had a great waitress or something. It was because they gave you great service, right? And think about the time when somebody gave you awful service and you still remember that. You know what I'm saying? And so for myself being self-employed, For those that don't know, I teach private music lessons. And um, for me to be as successful in that as I have been, I know that for me, 
people can get a, a music class anywhere, but when they come to me, I make it a complete experience. You know what I'm saying? I know that for that one hour that I have this person in here, I am going to make it completely enjoyable. I'm going to make it the most fun they've ever had. They're going to walk in here. I'm going to have some water and tea, hot tea ready for them. My place is clean. I've already done, you know, my little research. I've asked them the questions that I needed to know about them. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, sit down, talk to me. And the thing that people always say to me, and I hear this all the time, is you made me feel so comfortable. You made this so fun. That was the most fun I've ever had. Um, I've had people have that have gone to other places. Like I had one girl was like, oh my God, I took a music class at the local college and it was so boring. And the whole time, all I kept thinking was, dang, I need to call Maria because I miss her classes. So I make it an experience. Okay. And I make sure that everybody leaves here happy. Um, And it's so interesting as somebody that's like observing things these days, I just see that customer service has completely gone downhill. And a lot of times it's not even about what it is that you're selling. People just want you to be, you just have to give people an experience. Okay. So let's get into some story times here. I find it so interesting when people have like no communication etiquette. It doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted, if you're just not that person that walks into a room and can just have a conversation with everybody. I'm not like that. I can't just walk up to somebody and start having a conversation. I've never been like that. But if you look at me, we make eye contact, we start having a little talk. I will talk, we'll, you know, we'll chill, but I'd never go up to somebody and just initiate. But I do know how to smile. I do know how to look like like you could approach me. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever walk around with the RBF like I'm just better than everybody, right? But it's so interesting how I see people, especially as a content creator now and getting brand deals and stuff like that. It's interesting how I see people like really fumble the bag because I'll get messages and it's like, hey, um, I, I have these keychains. I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I have this little keychain business I'm, I'm putting together. Um, I'm going to go ahead and send you one for free. So can you go ahead and make a video about it and just, you know, post about it so I can start to get more sales and more, more followers? What? I mean, what value did that provide me? That was all what could benefit you. How about, hey, Maria, love your content. Been following you for a while. I have this side hustle business that I'm really trying to get my name out there. I sell these keychains. I would love to send you one. And, you know, no pressure to post it. But if you happen to like it, would you mind giving me a shout out? It would really make a difference for me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to or to read this message. And I really look forward to hearing from you. And then that same person will turn around and be like, why doesn't nobody support my business? Why can't, why isn't this happening for me? It's like I have all the bad luck in the world and it's the government's fault and everybody's just against me. No, you don't have etiquette. It's not even business etiquette. It's just, you don't even know how to talk to a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? (laughs) Okay. And on the contrary to that, I've had people send me something, you know, from their small business and no pressure. They just reached out to me very professionally, very polite. I liked the product and I posted about it. And, you know, they'll contact me and say, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. I got a whole bunch of orders because of you. I was able to make my rent this month. Thank you so much. And people remember how you make them feel 
right? So remember that anytime you're doing business, never take anything personal. Treat people with respect, treat people with kindness, you know, and especially if it's your own business, you want to go far above and beyond and really just put your best foot forward. People remember how you made them feel, okay? I had a new client start this past week. He was a referral and... um he got my information from this person that I met one time for five minutes. I met this guy at Josh's, my son's um, parkour class. I told him I was a music teacher, you know, content creator. We got each other's information and that was it. I mean, we had a cool little five minute conversation, nothing more than that. And that was two years ago in 2020. And he referred me to one of his friends and the guy came in, took a couple, you know, sessions with me. And he said, how long have you known Michael? Michael's the guy that referred him. And I said, I've only met Michael one time. And he said, what? Oh my gosh. Like the way he talked about you was as if you guys have known each other for so many years and you guys have worked together a lot. And I said, no, I've never worked with him. I met him one time at my son's practice. And he was like, wow, that's really crazy because he spoke very highly of you. And I was very proud of that moment because I said, that said a lot about me and how I carried myself in those five minutes that we spoke. Okay, learn how to network with people. Like I said, you don't have to be, you know, such an outgoing, bubbly person if that's just not your personality. But talking to somebody, saying hello, you'd be surprised. I mean, I see it all the time where somebody will say hi or how are you and it's fine. It's like, how about having a conversation and saying, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I mean, something as simple as that. I know it sounds like, doesn't everybody do that? No, I promise you. I see it every single day where people, I'm like, hi, how are you? Fine. Okay. I mean, it's like, let's have some conversation. You know, I did that with my son the other day. I said, let's do a little bit of role playing. I want him to know that like, you know, how do you speak to somebody? If somebody says, hey, Josh, how are you? You don't just fine and walk off. You say, I'm good. How are you? You know, make eye contact. These are things that some people really don't know and we're not really taught, right? They don't teach you that in school you need to be a a likable person if you're trying to do business. I mean, how to talk to people, how to come off as, you know, money management. They don't talk about that type of stuff in school. These are life skills that everybody should know. There's a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. I really recommend you listen to it. Um, you can listen to the audiobook on um, YouTube for free. So just put it on for a couple minutes a day, The Magic of Thinking Big. And I promise you, it, that's exactly what this talks about, is that th- those who succeed in business are people who just know how to work and network with people. You got to be easy to work with. Do you know how many artists out here who really ruined their careers because they were so difficult to work with? I seen, um, you know, uh, this documentary on on Drew Hill. Y'all know we love some Drew Hill, okay? But they were talking about how Cisco became so hard to work with. His ego got the best of him. He was so difficult to work with. There are so many artists. I mean, Josh and I were watching uh, the Temptations movie last night, and you know how David Ruffin was letting him know, "Ain't nobody here to see you, Otis." <laughs> okay, he was difficult to work with. You don't want to be difficult to work with. I see so many people fumble the bag when it comes to that. Even just a hustler's mentality, okay? You have to know, like, I'm going to get this sale, and I'm going to do what I got to do to get these these sales or or to get this business or whatever. Perfect example, little story time. Um, I had attended an event where I was one of the speakers for, and... um, you know, a lot of people were there with their like small businesses and stuff. And I found it so interesting 
the difference of people who would come up and say, oh my gosh, like, I would love to give you this little gift or whatever from my business or whatever, right? And then another lady, she was sitting there and she had like these these oils that she was selling. And I walked by, she goes, hey, aren't you that girl on TikTok? And I said, yeah, how are you? Nice to meet you. She's sitting down and I'm looking at her oils and she's just like, oh yeah, I'll be seeing your videos. You be you re- remind me of me and my friends. And, um, you know, she's just kind of talking and I'm looking at her stuff and she's like, mm-hmm, okay. And just sat there and I was like, see, if that was me, I would have sat there and be like, oh my gosh, you know what, girl, come over here. Let me show you these oils. Let me show you like this one smells really good. Let me show you what this can, how your skin will be looking all dusty free. And, you know, let me show you, girl, you want to take a small little sample here? Why don't you take this little sample? Let me know how you like it. Here's my card. Let's touch base in a week and let me know, you know, how you feel about it. I would love to get your feedback on it. And if you happen to like it, maybe you could share it with your followers or your friends or, or whatnot. And maybe we could work out like a deal or something. No, just sat there and didn't even acknowledge none of her products or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Or you walk up to a booth and the people don't even smile at you. You know, if you sitting at a booth and you trying to sell your products and stuff and people are walking by and they look, in, they intimidated to even see you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. You got to be like, hi, how are you? Come on in. You want to see some of this stuff over here? Listen, y'all, me and my mom. My mom taught me this stuff when I was a kid. I mean, y'all, y'all going to be like, no, she didn't. <laughs> Listen, when me, okay, let me give y'all a story time. Y'all going to be like, y'all crazy. Um, when we lived in, okay, so I was born in Albuquerque, New, Me- New Mexico, right? And then my mom married my stepdad when I was like five and he was in the Air Force. So we got um, stationed to Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> I'm about to start laughing, just telling the story. Oh my Lord. And so- in Japan, they would have these huge garage sales. Like they had like a big old flea market, right? Because people were piece going uh, PCS for military, so people were coming in. People, you know, families were leaving, and you know, you got to sell all the stuff before you go back to the states, right? So my mom and I went to this flea market, and we sold some stuff, and we made a killing this day. Like we made so much money. And my mom was like, man, we should start doing this like every weekend. So me and my mom would go find things to sell. And we'd like, we'd get like a pack of knives from this little store. And the pack of knives was like $10 and it was like 10 knives in there. And we turned around and sold each knife for 15. So we were like hustling, selling them, them, uh, them knives. Right. And people were buying it. I mean, it was like all kinds of stuff. Like we would just sell it for a profit. We'd find like a cool backpack or something for 20, turn around, sell it for 40. Like we we were some serious hustlers. And this was when I was like a kid, you know, and my mom and I laughed because she was like, you were out there talking to these people in Japanese, <laughs> everything, right? Just, you know, I was like, people were walking up and I'd be like, hello, konnichiwa. <laughs> you know? And they'd be like, how much is this? And I'd be like, duke sinyan, you know, talking in Japanese. But it, it taught me how to like really become an entrepreneur, like how to hustle and how to like make people want to come over and talk. And then we were laughing because it was it was me and my mom's thing. Like that was our thing. We'd go to this flea market and we sell this stuff. And my brother, he's my older brother. He's five years older than me. So I was like eight or nine, 10 at the time. And he was, you know, maybe like 
14, 15, whatever. And he had like the most ugliest face, like the meanest face. And whenever he came, wasn't nobody coming up to our little parking spot to buy nothing because he just looked so mean. So my mom was like, I don't want no, I don't want him coming. Like they like you, you nice. You have a fun, you know, fun face and you smile and he'd be tell, making our customers go away. <laughs> so I just laugh about that because we was really out here trying to like do something, you know, and my mom took that money and invested in it and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's just, you know, again, being a people person, like not a people pleaser, a people person and just being likable, like get out there. You know, you don't want people to feel like they don't even want to come near you and you trying to be a business owner. I seen this TikTok and the guy said like, Let's get out of this mentality. Everybody's trying to be a boss. Everybody's trying to be a, a boss in this and this and that. And you don't even know how to be a good employee. Like you don't know what it takes to be a boss. And like I said, I have so many stories on how I feel like people could really approach certain things better, but they don't and they're afraid. And it comes back down to just not knowing. So I share all this to say that like, if there's something that you got going on, don't take no for an answer. If this person said no, this person will say yes. You know, if you posted something about your business and you know, it didn't do well, then delete it and try it again. Keep posting. Keep trying. That's all you can do. Like, I've talked about this several times, like with my social media. Like, I was really trying for a couple years and like nothing was really clicking for me. It wasn't really doing nothing. And I took a little break for a year, came back and crushed it. You know, so it's it's all about just trying and remember, like, you're gonna constantly be birthing new ideas and new new things that you want to try, and you won't know until you really tap into it. And sometimes you got to be honest with yourself. Like I had this one lady send me some stuff um, that she made and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, she was like, well, this is really stressful because I've been trying to do this for 15 years and I haven't had no sales and nobody's really bought my any of my products. That's when you got to really be honest with yourself and say, what am I doing wrong? Am I spending more on inventory than I actually am on like getting sales? Could I cut back on my inventory? Did I really need to order 5,000 tubes of something when I haven't even sold 10, 10, 10 items yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you have to think smart. You got to think smarter. It takes money to make money, yes, but there's ways to cut back on things. For example, I remember I got this package sent to me and they had put these like twinkly lights inside of the package. So basically the concept was like when you opened the package, you flipped it, you know, open the lid and then, um, or open the flap or whatever, and then the lights would like start sparkling and then you can get your product out. Well, that person told me that those lights were really killing their pockets, like to put those lights in each package. And I was like, when I had opened it, I opened it from the wrong side of the box. I didn't know what those lights were. And it didn't, it, I didn't get that experience that this person thought. And here they are getting their sales and all their money's going towards packaging, towards shipping. And they're like, this is just so overwhelming. I can't keep up with this. Get rid of that. You know, like, yes, that was kind of a cool idea. I got what you were trying to do. But like once people open it for that one moment and it's like, oh, sparkly lights. Okay, cool. Let me get my lotion now. Like those are things that you got to consider. Like, do you not even have enough sales to even do something like that? You know, put a nice thank you card in there. Put something that people will remember that. You know, a lot of times people throw that stuff out anyway. So 
I get that the packaging and you want to make it all nice and stuff, but not to the point where it's killing your pockets, okay? I know people who buy a bunch of inventory on something and, um, you know, nobody, they don't even have an order. You don't have to go out and buy a big old inventory of stuff until you know that you got consistent orders coming in. And when it comes to consistent orders, like keep promoting your products, reach out to some influencers and just offer to give them some for free to get your name out there. People spend millions of dollars. These mega companies spend millions of dollars for advertisement. You know, and if you're a small little business, why not reach out to your favorite 10 influencers or whoever and just say, you know, hi, I would like to um, send you a couple of things from my line. You know, no obligation, no, no pressure. If you happen to like it, I would love a shout out. That would really mean a lot to me. And just send it and not expect them that they're going to post it. They're not contract. They don't have a contract with you to post it, but at least, you know, you put it out there and you kind of get your name out there. You know what I'm saying? You got to do the work. You have to do the work. And remember, closed mouths don't get fed. If one person says no, try somebody else, okay? Send an email. I have been sending a couple emails to companies that I have always wanted to work with, and it's working. Like, I'll get an email the next day. Like, sure, we'd love to collaborate with you. We love your content. What do you have in mind? You know what I'm saying? You could send an email to all these little places that you want to work with. Okay, you got to do the work. And I feel like so many of us are in these tough times and we're feeling like really defeated. When you feel like that, it's because you're not creating. It's because you're not doing anything. And of course, there's times you want to rest and sometimes you're not in that mentality of hustling, right? But at the same time, I hate when I see people feel like they're failing in their business adventures because they're just not doing business right. There's no reason for you to be broke. I, I really believe that. Yes, there's times where we all hit a little bit of hardship, you know, or whatever. Um, yes, the economy is really awful right now. But this is when you really got to get those wheels spinning and you got to do what it takes. You know, you got to figure it out. I Listen, I'll do whatever it takes. Like there's been times where, you know, me and Josh have an orange tree. And I told him, I said, don't have me out here selling these, these oranges on the street because I will. <laughs> I told them, I was like, shit, we about to start. We got a whole tree of all these oranges, just thousands of oranges that we can't eat. I was like, shoot, we're going to set up a little a little stand in the front of the house, like oranges. <laughs> you know? But I'm like, and it's a joke, but it's, it's the truth. Like, you got to think. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop feeling, you know, a lot of times we feel like, oh, I had seen this TikTok the other day and this girl said, God, I'm just so broke. Like, um, you know whatever, like I hate, you know, we're just really going through some hard times. And you look, her lashes are done, her hair is done, her nails are done. Everything she's buying is groceries from Whole Foods. Well, yeah, you're broke. If you was really that broke, you wouldn't have your nails done. You wouldn't have your lash. You fall back on all that stuff. And, you know, why, why are you going to the most expensive grocery store there is? Okay, you better go to El Super. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you better go to the little hood grocery store and get you some stuff. Go to the little 99 cent only store and hit up their produce. Okay, there's there's an excuse for everything. And I feel like um, 
I'm just being real. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, if you are really in a hard time, you better start thinking. You better start figuring out something of how you can cut back and how you can, you know, get your business out there more. Listen to anybody that owns a business, any story, any person that has made it in life. They have dealt with so much hardship. You know, they worked so hard to get to where they are. And you give up after you send one email to somebody and they didn't respond. A lot of times that email will go straight to the spam and they don't even see it and you take it personal. Okay, no, it's time to start like really thinking, you know, don't don't allow yourself to be defeated. Okay, don't give up on your dreams. If one dream died, birth a new dream, revise the dream. You know, think of a new dream. Think of something else. Like, don't settle for less. Like, if there's something else that you want, if you want to improve your life, if there's, is it going to be hard? Absolutely. Nothing comes easy for anybody, no matter what these people try to make it seem like they just blew up overnight. No, it takes time. You know what I mean? It takes time for things to to happen. But if every day you just you chipping away and you're doing a little bit here and there and you're going back to the drawing board and you're trying to figure out things, make it happen. Make it happen. You know what I mean? And always remember to treat people with respect. You don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? And always treat people with respect and kindness and being polite because that's energy that you're putting out into this universe that will always come back to you. So always, you know, thinking about that, that the more and more you work towards something, something has to give. You know, you can't just keep putting this energy out there and nothing's going to happen for you. Of course, you'll you'll reap your benefits. You'll reap your harvest. You are in your, your season. You know, you'll get your season for where you can reap your harvest. But right now you're working towards that. You're working for that, you know? So don't give up. I promise you, like get refocused, rebrand, get back to the drawing board, sit down and get a better vision, a, a clearer vision of what it is that you want and what you're trying to do and how you can get there. Okay, I love you. I hope that this resonated with some of you. And just know to always treat people with kindness, to be polite. You never know who you're dealing with or who you're talking to. Your life can change in a moment. A new opportunity can come today, tomorrow, this morning, tomorrow night. I mean, things can happen and you have to believe that. Everything that you put out there comes back to you, okay? So I love you, regulators. Thank you so much for listening. I am sending you so much love and light. Let's get to it. Let's build this dream life of ours that we want to accomplish. And just gratitude, right? Just gratitude, gratitude, and just... Just knowing that we're okay, you're okay. You know, sometimes things can seem so hard and you just feel so defeated and you feel like you have nothing left to give. Take some time, take a breather, do some breath work, pray about it, you know what I mean? And get yourself up. Pick yourself up and get back to it. You are amazing. You have gifts that nobody else has. So you have to tap into that, okay? I love you. Sending you so much love and light. If you guys hear all that ruckus in the background, that's my dog and he's ready for his walk. (laughs) So I love you. I will talk to you on the next episode and I'm wishing you the best. Okay, take care guys. Bye.